Welcome back to Season 4 of the Getting Into Good Trouble podcast, where we talk about the struggles to teach you the trouble. I'm your host, Jacob Moran, and each week we find an active global conflict to break down, and this week we're going to be talking about violence in Mexico. On the week of August 12, 2022, the Mexican border cities of Tijuana and Mexicali, along with Rosarito and Ensenada, were hit by gang violence that included vehicles being set ablaze and road blockades. The U.S. consulate in Tijuana instructed its employees to shelter in place until further notice because of the violence. It was the third time this week that Mexican cities have seen widespread arson and shootings by drug cartels. The gangs appear to be targeting stores, vehicles, and innocent bystanders in response to disputes or attempts to capture gang members. Tijuana Mayor Caballero issued a public appeal to organized crime, the term used in Mexico for drug cartels, to stop the growing trend of targeting innocent civilians. The area around Tijuana, which borders Southern California, is a lucrative drug trafficking corridor long dominated by the Ariano Felix cartel, which has since become a battleground for between various gangs, including the Jalisco and Sinaloa cartels. Alleged gang members killed nine people, including four employees of a radio station. In Ciudad Juarez, after a fight between rival gangs at a local prison, left two inmates dead. In June of last year, a rival faction of the Gulf Cartel entered the border city of Reynosa and killed 14 people the governor identified as innocent citizens. The military responded and killed four suspected gunmen. And here's Audrey to discuss the story on Fresnillo, Mexico. Hey guys, so for our story, we're going to be doing kind of a deeper dive into the city of Mexico called Fresnillo. And this is just where a lot of violence is happening, actually the most in the country. And for some background, it's always been kind of a violent place, but in the past few years, the violence there has just gotten worse and worse and worse. They've tried a lot of strategies to make it better, but this is mainly because there are drug cartels in the city that are fighting and being very violent. What are the drug cartels? Well, so the main violence is between two main cartels. This is the Jalasco New Generation Cartel, which is the most powerful cartel in Mexico and kind of like the main one, you could say. And then also the Sinaloa Cartel. So what makes Fresnillo so special? Well, the reason Fresnillo is talking about it or why we are discussing it is because it's the most unsafe city in Mexico and it also has the highest murder rate. And this is mainly because of violence between the drug cartels, but it's also between violence within the drug cartels and the citizens. Many innocent citizens died. There was one month with over 100 murders and one day with over 18. And according to statistics, almost 100% of Fresnillo citizens feel unsafe. And they're just living in fear. They're too scared to leave their homes, go on the street, and do daily activities. So... This is really causing a big issue within Mexico. So why is the violence happening? Like, what's it because of? Well, between the two main cartels, the Jalasco New Generation Cartel was there first. And what is happening is it's mainly over territorial issues. Like, this is such as they're both trying to, you know, run the city. But it's also over drugs and the possession. And more like the, they are the ones who can sell and have access to it. Yeah. So we know the government's been trying to fix this for a long time. So what what are the strategies they've tried to, like, fix it? Yeah, so they've tried a lot of strategies. Nothing has really worked. But the most recent thing they've done is they've inputted the National Guard into the city, which was actually a really big step. They inputted 
over 300, you know, soldiers. And, but even with this, it's not really helping to do anything. The government said it's not doing enough because the problem with this is that the, um, the National Guard is more focused on the small violent issues between the people and the citizens and, yes, the cartels, but they're not focused enough on the main issue at hand, which is in between these two cartels. And, and also, um, over the past few months, there was a new election with new governments, and they tried more of a friendly effort, but that didn't seem to work either. So is the government right now like looking for a short-term or long-term fix for this? Well, right now it's looking as though it will be a long-term fix if no strategies seem to work. And the reason this is is because this city is so bad with this violence, but if it doesn't go into a long-term fix and we can't do anything about it, eventually this is what all of Mexico will look like. And it'll just get worse and worse, not only in this city, but eventually everywhere can turn out to be like this, with this much violence and this high of a murder rate. All right, Audrey, well, thank you for that background story. I think that helped me learn a lot more about the bigger picture. Yeah, no problem. So this week we've been studying violence in Mexico, specifically the gang violence in areas like Tijuana and I know, Audrey, what was the... Fresnillo. Okay, yeah. So we, in our podcast, we kind of talked about this one specific story if Audrey, you want to talk about that? Yeah, so basically Fresnillo is, it's the city in Mexico and it's pretty like important because it has the highest murder rate and there's just tons of violence mainly between the two like rival cartels and this is like the Jalasco cartel and the Sinaloa cartel and it's just like people have been interviewed in that city, like tons of citizens and everyone's just living in fear. They don't know what to do and they just don't really have much hope for like will this ever end will this ever Mm -hmm. like have a stop to it right and yeah so go ahead i was saying because i I think last week we were talking about how they had like a like we were we researched you about it and they had a shooting last week right or was that yeah yeah i mean it's been friendzilla yeah fresnilla Fresnilla, (laughs) yeah it's been just reoccurring like violence shootings um really anything you can think of it's just not it's just just reoccurring. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not like the government's not trying to do anything about it because like they're it trying are, like, a the, lot of stuff, yeah. but it's just not working. Well, they're, they're trying. They're like they're not going for the if you would like brain like the the like, bigger the, things. The, the bigger thing of the problem. Yeah. They're more targeting like smaller instances because I know in Tijuana on the week of like August twelfth, um, we talked about this in our context, but. The city basically had to go on lockdown because of how bad the gang violence was getting. Oh, wow. Cars were being set ablaze. I mean, they had to shut down Road public, blockades. Yeah, public yeah. transportation. So that really affected the, the citizens, the citizens yeah. because they weren't able to get to where they need to go. And I know Tijuana is a touristy spot, so that definitely mm-hmm. affected. And uh, like you, as you were saying, they were focusing on the little things. The government is, it's not the government, it's like the armed forces, right? Because exactly, They're the yeah. ones who, so they need to figure out how to focus on the bigger things because if we don't, then this uh, this, this, this violence is it's just going to keep gonna, progressing. Yeah. It's gonna only going to get worse. I don't worse. know. I don't think, okay, when they're focusing on the smaller things, that's definitely, I don't think that's their intention. I think that they haven't really All been, they, can stop. they haven't been really properly trained right. to know how to yeah. 
you know, stop this gang violence because really it's it's all it's, they can stop. I exactly. think also like the government's trying to probably avoid spending like a lot of money. So they're probably like just giving it to the armed forces, but they really don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So they're trying not to like waste a lot of time and money on it and just like say like like they kinda care, but not really. Yeah. Does think- anyone um does anyone know how we're actually how the like government in Mexico is actually getting funding like to have armed forces or anything like that? Do we I mean are I would they? assume like every other country yeah. tax taxes. taxes. Yeah. Um but do we, do I we think, think they're gonna like how how do we think that we can get the funds for, like how do we how do we stop that's this? I think like, this is where other countries step in because I know um this is greatly affecting the U.S. specifically, like mm-hmm. close to the border. It's get, becoming like a really unsafe place. So I think the U.S. specifically needs to step in a little and share like what we have done. Because we can't help. I mean, yeah. we, we, we deal with it here. So Yeah, yeah but so also like with sharing. the oil crisis and too, like a bunch of other countries are going through stuff like that. True, so true. Like, like something that like this is not something we could just. Yeah. So like besides America, like it's affecting America, America, but like all the other countries, like what's going to make them care? Wait, Dustin, can you speak a little bit more on the oil crisis? Like a bunch of countries, like the inflation and stuff like that, it's all like increasing prices of oil. People are losing access to it. What he's saying is like countries have so many different problems on. How are we going to get Tijuana's problem to be the one to be solved? So like all the other countries that are like already focusing on this and like in that area like that, like how are we going to get countries to like kind of try to intervene or like bring notice to it? If they're already like focusing on their other problems and it doesn't, it wouldn't really affect them because they're not even near it. I think one way we could get them to start caring is sharing the story of someone so that they actually like deeply connect and empathize with what these citizens have to deal with every day. Gang violence because mm-hmm. their life is being greatly affected by these gangs that are being territorial. So it's making it an unsafe place. Like I know um, in Tijuana that for workers at a radio shack were killed from a shooting because of gang violence yeah Yeah. i also learned last night i was like i was looking about like the public transportation thing Mm -hmm. it said that uh in 2018 recorded that about like 20 it was like 26 or 30 percent of the population in tijuana uses public transportation Mm -hmm. so a lot of people just like they can't go anywhere like they need to go somewhere they can't because they don't have a car yeah and no one's well no one's working obviously because yeah you know you can't and they're all just it's it's difficult like, I, I could not imagine being in that situation. Yeah. yeah so, like, going back on what you said for, like, the empathy part, like, trying to share empathy, I feel like it all comes down to, like, the citizens of each country. Because, like, I feel like a lot of government leaders these days, you're not really going to get them to care about all that because for them it's just money bringing in everything. It's just not a priority. Yeah. yeah. So, like, how could we prioritize that more in each other's communities? Well, I think – Definitely something that we can do and we are doing is just things like this, really just bringing awareness because every person that it reaches, probably it's like a networking More thing. Chance. Like they might have it's, access to it's another liquid person ne- and another person. Exactly. Yeah. Like liquid ne- networking. <laughs> exactly. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, If you like what you heard, feel free to go check out more of our episodes. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. The MVID on Twitter and Instagram. And on TikTok, we are the Getting Into Good Trouble podcast. Thanks. Thanks.